the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Earning season, investments, retirement products. Ideas, how to earn more, how to invest more, how to save more. Any topics really fair game on this show. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. How are you, Mr. Burton? Doing well. How about you? Doing well. Now, you've just recently started a morning show here on KDOW AM 1220. You are doing this show Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. I'm covering it from Monday and Thursday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And then we're doing some sort of best of between. Tell me a little bit about who you are and what your show is about from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Well, yeah. First of all, boy, you and I have doing, been doing radio stuff together almost a little over 20 years now, right? A long about, time. Well, about 20 years. Long time. Yeah, just, about. I just aged us both. Um, you know, I just approach the world of financial planning in terms of a fiduciary, first of all. There's a lot of people that sell stuff out there. And it harms a lot of people. And there's the, the government is even aware of it. That's why they have the Department of Labor rule that's being kicked in to, to stop, you know, annuity salesmen and other people like that from just, you know, harvesting these 401K rollovers and putting them into high-fee products. So just give good real-life advice um, and try to make it timely. Like today I was talking about at the end of the show, uh, kids are going back to college. The first tuition is due typically at the end of August and how to pay for that, how to withdraw from 529 plans, and what to be aware of in terms of the asset allocation in 529 plans. I was listening to your show and I was a little bit surprised. You basically said if your kid's 14, it's too late to allocate money to 529s. And you said things that a lot of people probably don't know, including myself, that if you put your kid in an apartment and it's an above market rent you may not have that all covered with your 529 plan, and you might get penalized for trying to uh, push it through the system, which I found kind of interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because it's, it's not like I've seen anybody be audited yet that's been making withdrawals from a 529 plan that has, has been nailed from it, but 
there is some tricky pieces of the tuition books, room and board, and qualifying expenses. Yesterday I was talking to somebody who's like, his, his kid's in a film school. And so he was asking, the, the school is required that these kids have certain cameras and things like that. And the question was, was that a qualified expense? And in this case it was, because it was part of the requirement of the class to have those supplies. But the tuition piece can be a little bit tricky because each college has their own, here's the cost of living on campus versus off campus. And the 529 plan states that it's really the kind of the, the qualified uh, room and board costs. So you got to be careful there. So any other big topics that you hit this morning? I know you're, uh, it's new focus on wealth and obviously paying for your kid's college can make you very poor per se. Uh, when do you not pay for your kid's college and say, you know, good luck to them. They could do community college and, uh, get loans. Uh, philosophy degree would be one. <laughs> Just okay. think of, look, I mean, we got to look out and say this, this world is, is changing quickly. There's a lot of things coming together in terms of science, technology, healthcare, and everything else. So if you're not in some of those larger areas, which requires the more advanced degrees, then maybe it's more of a trade situation that you get trained in because there's going to be, you know, there's going to be robots. You maybe need to learn how to work on those robots and keep them running versus, okay, I'm not the person that's going to program or create them. You see what I'm saying? It's just going to be, I think the education system is going to change a lot. And if you're spending twenty, thirty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year to send your kids to college to get a degree that at best makes them sixty grand a year, what's the what's the point? Um, if that's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something controversial. I'm gonna say something investment. controversial. Um, I heard who's the guy from uh, Shark Tank? Mark Cuban. Uh-huh. He was actually he, he actually said something pretty smart, and it, it didn't make me rethink the philosophy degree where you just don't do it because it's not going to have a, a, a return on investment. But he said basically machine learning is happening so fast and artificial intelligence is going to happen so fast that you probably don't want your kids to get a degree in math and science because there will be no match for a computer as far as building apps and building scientific models and such. He said what you want is a philosophy degree and an English degree so that your kid could actually stand out as someone who could write a report and have an emotional response or a psychological response to what's happening at the workplace. So maybe I bastardize that a little bit, Chad, and say maybe you want a degree in computer science a master's or a minor in philosophy. It's an interesting concept. And again, trust me, I'm not saying go send your kids off to be poetry majors. Uh, right, right, right. I thought that was. I do like Mark Cuban. What do you think about Mark Cuban? It's funny because until I started watching that show more, and until uh, my son would come home from a DECA class, which is a marketing class that he's taken, and where they they talk about some of the things that he said. I always thought he was kind of a goofball because I just saw the, the short clips of him on TV. But when it comes to That's Shark right, yeah. Tank and some of the other things that he's done, I, I like him. i, I got to say, I like the guy. Uh, and I think he's right. I think that jobs with emotional connections to people are always going to be around. Um, so I think, yeah, the, the right answer is kind of in between where, what you and I are saying when it comes to education. So we've got about, about two or three more minutes. Any topics you want to hit? Uh, yeah, just I was... It, Tax planning and retirement is an annual thing. I was talking about that. There's a lot of bad advice between, you know, you and I both know people that have gotten on radio shows that sell insurance that give, try to give tax advice to have no clue of what they're talking about. So, you know, I, when it comes to retirement, you can't make that decision based on something you read on the Internet or a, a, a tool that you get for free on the Internet. You've got to put together a team that includes a CPA and a certified financial planner so you make decisions that are correct for 35-plus years versus correct for tomorrow. 
Okay. How about annuities? Uh, we've had a, a long history of annuities where at one point in time, I just didn't like them. They were just insurance products that were being pushed as investment products with high fees and high commissions. And it just it made the salesperson the money, and it kind of gave you less than desirable benefits. How's the annuities world looking right now? Uh, the annuities world, until rates normalized, which is, say, 3.5%, on the 10-year Treasury, there are some good no-load variable annuities where you can take bond money that right now, if you're investing in normal bond funds, they're yielding about 2.8%. So you take that bond money, and you can invest in a variable annuity, which is half in stocks inside the accounts. Um, but your income guarantees when you turn 65 are typically 4% plus, which means that if you start taking income at 65 and the account goes to zero when you're 85, the insurance company still continues to pay you. So it allows you to take bond money, take more uh, risk in stocks. You pay a little bit higher fees, but your income is typically a bit better than it is for bonds right now. So they can be a good scenario for bond alternatives in retirement until rates normalize. So we're plugging Chad's new time. He was on in the afternoons. He's now moved the uh, radio moving truck to mornings. You're on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. It's new focus on wealth. I cover the Mondays and Thursdays. It's going to be stock-centric, maybe a stock talk type of show. And then we're going to do a best of on Friday from 6 to 7. So we've got that, that whole 6 to 7 um, time frame. Um, is there anything else you want to hit, Chad? We've got about one minute or less. Uh no, I mean I think that when my car finally dies, Rob, I was talking about leasing new cars. There's, you know, oil prices, even though they're going to be low, everybody's focused on these electric vehicles, and this Tesla is one of the biggest stories on Wall Street right now. 300 plus miles on a on the upgraded battery. Um, cars are going to depreciate faster than ever. Banks are being too aggressive on loans on existing new vehicles. Uh, so be careful with depreciating assets. You know what's interesting about that? Uh, it's uh, Europe is going to try to phase out all gasoline-powered cars, combustion engines, by 2030. It's going to be pretty interesting wow. to see what uh, our children are driving around in the future. But that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a lot of good downloadables. Find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Some squirrely dealings on Wall Street these days. Coming off a mixed and relatively flat session on Wednesday. We look to have kind of a uh, a move higher, but not a big move. So um, it would be kind of odd to end the year with a whimper versus a bang. Usually there feels like there's more drama. The lack of conviction reflects a hesitation right now that things have just been a little bit odd on Wall Street and unable to hold on to gains. So uh, in the past couple of years, anytime the market would dip, people would buy the dip. Now anytime the market rallies, people are selling the rally. 
kind of a little bit on the opposite side, right? So a lot of disposition right now comes on the heels of a strong up leg rooted in optimism about the tax reform efforts, which got exasperated by short covering activity and a fear of missing out on further gains. With the tax bill up for negotiation between the House and Senate and the specter of government shutdown looming in the event of continuing, continuing resolu- uh, resolutions, um, if we don't get our budget act together by Friday, there's some fears that there's going to be a government shutdown. Broadcom Dollar General, Lululemon, Sienna, Taylor Brands, all are trading at least 4% higher after their earnings report. The bulls right now may not be running on, you know, uh, the show, but they're, they're still doing okay. The weekly initial jobless claims report didn't have any bearing on trading at all. There's no notable surprises. Again, initial claims of the week ending December 2 decreased by 2,236,000, leaving them below 300,000 for 144 straight weeks. Stunning. Stunning part of our economy is the, the health of the, of the job market. We should add a little bit more wage inflation, but well, it's okay. I mean, it's not okay. It kind of sucks, to be quite honest with you. Um, so... After we get through the initial claims, we you know we gloss over that right now because markets are kind of looking at the you know the labor market on what will the labor market give us in the November employment situation report, which will be released before they open on Friday. So sit back, relax if you can. Note that the market's doing a little squirrely action, and uh, run with it. Bitcoin has having another day. Oh. I I hate even talking about it. So Bitcoin crossed fifteen thousand just fourteen just ten hours after it crossed fourteen thousand. So if you go to Coinbase.com or go to get the Coinbase app, you can kind of watch all this. Traded as high as fifteen thousand two hundred. Significant price differentials on different Bitcoin exchanges, like for instance CoinDesk which is a widely regarded industry site, still showed the currency below the 15,000 level. Bitcoin is now a market value of $256 billion, and it could rank amongst the 20 largest stocks in the S&P 500. So it's become legit pretty fast. Digital currency began the year below 1,000, and gains have accelerated as investor interest grows. Uh, full-on momentum. So the Chicago-based CBOE exchange is planning uh, to launch Bitcoin futures on Sunday, while the world's largest futures exchange, the CME, is set to launch its futures product the following week. So Wall Street wants to make money off of buying and selling. So um, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon has called Bitcoin a fraud. Digital currency investor and former Fortress hedge fund manager Michael Navagats uh, said last week that cryptocurrencies are like Bitcoin are going to be the biggest bubble of our lifetimes. Uh, but he also went on to predict that Bitcoin could reach 40000 by the end of the year. Keep in mind, it's at 15000 right now. By the end of the year. Holy. Did I get into the wrong business, right? There's a video game site called Steam. And uh, they were taking Bitcoin as currency. And now they're like, we can't take it because it's just too volatile. Thank you. GE's going to cut 12,000 positions. That's a lot of people. But 
Wall Street loves it when the biggest cost of doing business gets chopped. So GE shares are trading up 1.4% on the news. That's a lot of jobs. 12,000. The company's going to cut nearly one in five positions in its GE power unit. It's not immediately clear where and when the reductions are going to occur. The move comes as CEO John Flannery, who took over from Jeffrey Andelt in August, is aiming to make GE more efficient. He's already mentioned uh, that he's got a reputation for taking a microscope to GE's global businesses to identify opportunities and for savings. GE said the cuts are going to contribute its plan to cut about $3.5 billion in structural costs. That includes a billion-dollar cost-cutting plan in 2018 by GE Power. That's just crazy, 12,000 people. Um, caution is out there right now as lawmakers are negotiating government spending bill, and the tax reform still is in the focus. Taking a look at the tax reform bill, uh, one group of people that it hurts, in my opinion, um, people who live in expensive homes and have expensive mortgages, so the GOP tax bill, the GOP's tax bill, is set to disproportionately impact homeowners in affluent parts of the U.S. Wealthier households are currently more likely to take advantage of key tax breaks that could be downsized, including mortgage interest deduction and the state and local tax. Um, this could weaken buying activity and prices on the high end. The high end of the housing market is also the smallest by share. So the sentence bill leaves the threshold of the first million of a mortgage unchanged, but it also hikes the standard deduction for all taxpayers, meaning it may no longer be better for some households to itemize the mortgage interest deduction since it would be lower than the standard deduction. Got it? There will be a quiz later today. There won't be no quiz. Wow! Uh, Dow component Chevron and ExxonMobil both trading higher. As oil is spiked up, oil's around fifty-six dollars a barrel. It's it's been tricky. It's it's been climbing, and it's kind of got a stealth uh, bull market to it. So that's what I'm seeing at least. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Um, increasing your retirement savings. Which would you be better off doing? Contributing more to your 401k or put it into an IRA? And the answer for me is it depends, <laughs> right? If your employer's 401k or similar retirement plan offers matching contributions, you should be contributing enough to take full advantage of that. In other words, if your employer is willing to match your contributions up to 5% of your salary, this is the least you should be contributing. Assuming that you're doing this, you can then put your additional contributions into your plan uh, or an IRA. So um, if you want to put some of your retirement savings in, like, Apple stock, you can do that in an IRA. Uh, there's also a few reasons you can tap into your IRA early that don't apply in your 401k. So one's a little bit more flexible than the other. A lot going on. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Take a break here. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. On AM 1220 KDOW. On the iHeartRadio app.
are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Jobless claims declined for the third straight week. The unemployment rate in the U.S. is good. Goodish. We're good. Bitcoin crossed 14,000 today, then crossed 15,000 a couple hours later. A lot going on on that front, right? It's kind of messy. Evacuations are all over California now. Southern California, Ventura, Ojai. And uh, now they've expanded it out to Carpinteria as well. So real close to Santa Barbara. Uh, pretty brutal stuff out there. Tough year. Tough year to be a firefighter. So great people, firefighters. And uh, the amount of crap they get in their lungs right now. Ooh, they will die younger. So, I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. CFP Chad Burton does morning show here, typically Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but him and I swapped Wednesday and Thursday this week, so he did it this morning. Let's listen in on what some of the things CFP Chad Burton brought up. So, people live a lot longer than they expected. So, you know, people used to retire at 65 and feel like they would or assume that they only need enough money to last till about age 86. You got to live till you're 100 now. And then you have to have a plan. What if you live even past that? How are you going to do that? So how do you fight longevity? Well, the bond alternatives that I just mentioned helps you fight longevity. You want to end up with about 20 to 30 percent of your income coming from sources you cannot outlive, which also means you have to do very good Social Security planning. There are still some strategies for married people with their strict application. If you're you know, over 62 by the end of 2015, uh, you could still do restricted application strategies or figure out ways can you or should you put off Social Security income until you're 70. So longevity, you got to battle it with sources of income you can't outlive. Inflation? That's another big one. Inflation is projected to be fairly low because of, really because of massive amounts of innovation out there. I mean, look at Amazon. When's the last time you paid more for goods than the previous year? When's the last time you paid more for electronics besides an iPhone than the previous year? So inflation is tame, but it could go higher because you go through periods of really low inflation and periods of really high inflation. It's the healthcare costs that are the major issue. Healthcare costs for seniors are inflating at 6% a year. That has to be a separate line item in your financial planning projections. So how do you fight inflation? The main way to fight inflation is not gold. It's not tips. It's being invested in stocks. You have to have a certain amount of equity exposure in order to beat inflation over the long run. Now, investing and continuing to maintain positive cash flow real estate in retirement is fine if you, you know, sometimes you want to reduce the management tasks and make sure it's still a good income property, even if you have a property manager manage it for you and make sure that you raise rents every so often. So that's keeping up with inflation. Uh, the other thing is, is alternatives in your portfolio. In the past, you used to say, okay, buy a commodities fund or a gold fund and that fights inflation. That's not really the case anymore. Better options might be managed futures portfolio where you can go long or short currencies, commodities, and other types of items inside the fund. So having some alternatives inside your portfolio in addition to equities is really the way you fight inflation in the long run. People that are way too conservative 
have just as much risk as people that become way too aggressive in retirement because of inflation. Yeah, if you go super conservative, you don't have the risk of market declines, but you're going to miss out because in equities, if you're investing in equities that have dividends, you're still going to earn 2 to 3% dividends even when the market's down. That's about all that bonds are paying right now in, in the shorter-term, less uh, sensitive to interest rate types of bonds. So you got to invest to be able to beat inflation. Taxes are the other big issue. People think, oh, I'm wealthy. I have a million. I've got $2 million in my 401k. I've been saving and saving. You don't have $2 million in your 401k. You don't have a million in your 401k. That 401k has basically a giant liability tied towards it. And how you pay that is up to you. Because a lot of people ignore that tax liability. Because they, they take the same frame of mind as they go into retirement as they do right now. When you're working, you're always wondering, how can I reduce my tax exposure this year to the smallest number possible? And so you're doing a year-by-year plan. And in retirement, you can't do that. You have to look out and say, okay, I'm going to be retired with this limited resource called my portfolio for the next 35-plus years. So I need to make sure that I don't have any tax traps in the future. And the biggest tax trap you have is at age 70 and a half when you're forced to pull money out of your IRAs, 401ks, and 403ps, even if you don't want to. So what you can do is fight that with small Roth conversions from retirement to age 69, uh, proper income design where you're blending IRA income with cash spending, with dividends, with selling stocks and mutual funds and ETFs in your taxable account. And you can get a pretty high income these days, really, really high income, six-figure income, and stay at that 15% maximum federal bracket if you do things the right way. Now, some people are obviously going to be higher if they have a lot more money, a lot more spending. So you, you, the, the point is, is you have to have a plan for each of these. So you have major risks of the order of stock market returns, Oddly enough, it's better to have a mediocre market in the beginning and much better market towards the end of retirement when you're pulling more money out so that those big returns are coming when you're pulling a lot more out. Because if you're, if you're going to start your retirement, and let's say you're only going to pull 50 grand out of your portfolio today, in 18 years, you're going to be pulling 100 grand out of your portfolio in order to keep up with inflation and feel like you're drawing the same rate. So you need those really good returns later on. But you can't control that. So order of market returns, low interest rates, longevity, inflation, taxes. Those are big risks that you face in retirement. So shares of Skyworks, CirrusLogix, and Corvo all trading higher today after Broadcom, who supplies Apple, hinted the late launch of iPhone X would help revenue rise. Um, so they're looking at the first quarter of 2018, and unlike the last two years, they expect wireless revenue to continue to grow sequentially as the ramp in the demand from North American customer. This year was pushed out compared to prior years. So uh, the I-10, the timing of it, is helping some of the suppliers. So I have a, a, a 10. It's a nice phone. So it's a nice phone. Uh, from the speaker to the screen. The screen is denoted, notably much nicer. So, yeah, I know, right? 
So the Republican tax bill makes big winners of Amgen, Gilead, and other drug makers. I was telling you that homeowners in California have been punished a little bit uh, due to some of the laws changing and more deduction uh, rules. But uh, who are some of the winners? The prospect of tax reform as drug makers uh, salivated. Repatriation of cash held outside the United States could be the most important part of the Republican tax bill. And Credit Suisse found that the American biopharma companies make up one-third of the top 30 U.S. companies with the most cash offshore. So big winners could be Amgen, ticker A-M-G-N, Gilead Sciences, G-I-L-D, Pfizer, uh, P-F-E, Merck, M-R-K, um, all according to the report. Other drug makers with a lot to gain, uh, Johnson & Johnson, Bristol-Myers Squeeb, Celgene, and Biogen. So... Um, that's out there for us to digest and chew. Mmm, yummy. Yummy chew food. So, uh, anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Uh, Bitcoin tops 15,000, surging more than $3,000 in less than 36 hours. Um, Byron Wien, he's a legendary uh, market prognosticator, investor, and uh, he says... That the Dow could suffer a 2,400 point blow at any time warns, warns, warning, a correction that hasn't really shaken the historic market rally yet. Danger, so definitely no think one's coming. He's just calling for a 10% correction, which could come along rather out of nowhere, uh, particularly when the market's done as well as it's done. He says, I mean, basically, it's gone straight up since Donald Trump was elected. If a correction of that magnitude were to hit today, the Dow would drop 2,400 points. So I kind of agree with him that we're due for it. It's going to happen. But when? So markets feel a little bit stretched recently, right? Back to Apple. For the record, I haven't shared Apple. Apple says they're going to sell three new phones. Well, no, no, not Apple, but a report is saying they're going to sell three new phones, including a new 6.3-inch OLED model. Apple's going to launch a new metal iPhone uh, with an LCD display, and the metal iPhone will use an LCD screen, maybe cheaper than Apple's OLED models. So the iPhone 10 is pricey at $999. Uh, don't forget, in the state of California, you got that 10% sales tax, essentially, which is a killer. But a uh, new product already being uh, developed. Well, of course, it's already being developed, but the new product being leaked already. It didn't take long, did it? So... 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. U.S. ambassadors casting doubts on whether American athletes will attend the Winter Olympics. Um, the Winter Olympics are due to be held February 9th through 25th in Pyongyang in South Korea. Uh, it's about 50 miles south of the heavily fortified demilitarized zone. Geopolitical tensions right now are running high with the Korean Peninsula leader, uh, the North Korean Peninsula leader, and the United States. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show.
robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money and lesson and more. The shadowy world of criminals has been targeting major retailers around the country to take advantage of lenient store return policies and ultimately fuel their drug addictions to opioids. So the currency that is being used to pull this off, gift cards. So for years, thieves have taken aim at big-name stores like Home Depot, Lowe's, Target's, Walmart by stealing items and returning them at another store without a receipt. They typically receive a gift card for stolen goods, and then they sell it to the pawn stop shop or secondary store at a discount. God. I've got a friend who, uh, he used to work at Home Depot, and he told me something pretty interesting. We were in there shopping one day, and he goes, you know, if you steal something from Home Depot and an employee sees you, they're supposed to let you go. It's like, really? Like, I want to try it, but No. So, anyway, I guess you got that out there, huh? As far as big stories to go. Uh, Jack and gift cards. So, and then using the cards as currency. So, would I say that I'm surprised? I can't say that I'm totally surprised by that. So, uh, not me at least. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Um, you know what I really like about the iPhone 10 is how long the battery lasts. It's really impressive. Comparatively to other ones, I guess it's not impressive overall. Tony Robbins is on CNBC this morning, and I find him just to be a weird-looking dude. So oh too my, chiseled. My, my. Too chiseled. Um... There's not a person in this room who hasn't done that. I love that one. So, um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. So, one of the things I like to talk about is things that you can do right and things that you can do wrong. So, I think having a bucket list is great. Um, everyone gets regrets. The countries they should visit when they do them, when they don't, the people they should have asked out, the boss they should have told off. And if you listen to those regrets, it can make you feel like you've got, got to do everything now. One of the things I really dislike about Facebook is you only see people's happiest moments. And it makes you, it kind of depresses you. Because you're like, I'm sad during the day. And all you're seeing is all your friends happy. So, um, the things that I wish I did more of in my 20s would be travel more of the world. Um, network better with more people in my industry. There's probably a job or two that I wish I would have quit or an employee that I worked with that I wish I would let go. So those are just some of the ones that stand out to me as um, problematic. So uh, Lyft is now offering rides in self-driving cars in a major U.S. city. How do you feel about self-driving cars? Um, Lyft has begun offering self-driving rides in Boston. Autonomous vehicles have human backup drivers ready to take the wheel if anything were to happen. The move points to the opportunity for Lyft to gain market share as rival Uber deals from financial distress. So, uh, self-driving cars cars in Boston. Now, again, there is a human backup driver ready to take control. So, 
we'd get in there, right? I don't know. You ever have one of those Google cars that stick in all the pictures uh, in front of you in traffic? Uh, it's my, it, it's, it's, they take turns really slow. Um, trying to be a little on the crazy side. So, a new term for you in case you haven't heard this one. Uh, hearables. So, Apple, Google, Amazon, and Samsung are looking to hearables, which are, I'll give you a second to think about that for a second. They're actually ear-based wearables, like Apple's AirPods, to broaden the reach of the, uh, the voice assistants. Roughly 44 million people, uh, roughly 44 million hearable units will be in use by the end of 2017. About 66% of them, or 29 million of them, will be embedded with artificial intelligence-infused uh, voice assistants. And that number is expected to rise by 78% in 2022. So when 220 million hearables will support voice assistance in some way, shape, or form. Um, tough concept to get your head around, right? I don't think it's an easy one. So, the race to develop voice assistant-enabled headphones is in full swing, and Apple's leading the way. The market for hearables began to take off. Um, Apple and Google started ditching the audio jack, and it's a move towards wireless audio. Apple currently leads the market with its AirPods, which I love the AirPods. Um, they're a little goofy looking. They never fall out and sounds way better than anything that's out there right now. Google's also been striving to infuse Google Assistant with and as many wireless headphones as possible, such as the Pixel Buds and Bose headphones. So those are out there. Um, let's see. Face, no. I don't, need, I don't need a Facebook story, do I? Game of Thrones star Sophie Turner, who's engaged to one of the Jonas Brothers. I know you're saying random knowledge, right? So, she plays Sansa Stark. Sansa, you are lovelier than a, a blue moon over the Caspian Mountains. Uh, but Game of Thrones, currently, she says, you're not going to see it until next year. 2018? No. No, no. 2019. Ouch. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.